Golden Knights having great success so far this year. Um, does that put any pressure on you guys to succeed? Who are the Golden Knights? No, the only pressure is, is that the sniping of people saying you got to do as good as them. It's just good. Uh, Vegas is treating us well, and I think the record doesn't show how hard that we work, and it's tough in that way, but it's good for us in the inner circle to understand what we have going on in Vegas, and if we just continue to trust and believe in each other, the sky's the limit for this team, and I'm just, I'm blessed to be a part of it. Uh, you know, our expectations maybe at the start of the season were a little unrealistic. Man, we're not even worried about the playoffs right now. What we do, what we do is we take it week by week. We just gotta, we gotta worry about next week. You start looking ahead and you start looking over people, you might not even make it. So. That being said, to me, Urban Meyer is one of the lowest pieces of garbage there is on this earth. You are tuned in to Straight Bet Sports live on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. Wednesday night, afternoon, good evening. Whatever you want to call it, depending on what side of the country you're watching and tuning in today. We really appreciate you chiming in today. I'm your host, Jose V. You're tuning to Straight Bet Sports live here on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. Got my co-host back in the studio today, my guy EMB, Quan 59 behind the big board, doing what he does for us every single Wednesday. If you have not done so, please do it already. Download the Gorilla Cross app. It's completely free. Check out the Gorilla Cross com website the app is free on all play stores whether you have android or apple check it out man free 99 you cannot beat that they got a lot of great content not just our show but every other show that they have going on here a lot of great stuff man check it out and tonight i'm not gonna tell you when but you see i got the golden knights gear they're playing tonight they're playing friday they're playing saturday um, I was blessed to get some tickets, so I'm trying to bless you guys for being an audience and rocking with us here for a little over two and a half years almost now on the studio, on the show here. So we're going to give away some tickets on the show for Friday's game. Friday is 5 p.m. They are playing the Seattle Kraken. It's a good game, man. Seattle is playing really good right now to start the season. They're not just a, another expansion franchise as they were last year. They're looking a lot better and uh, playing some really decent hockey right now. So if you want to check that game out, Vegas Golden Knights tickets, hit us up. 702-608-3259 is the phone number. Don't call us just yet, though, because we're not going to give out the tickets yet. We're going to make you call in and give us an answer on something. We're not just going to throw it out there for free and make it a freebie. But my guy, Ian, how you doing? How's the family? I know they had some sickness and stuff, but you guys are good now. What's, how's yeah, everything with Yeah, you? we're good. It's been a hectic time. Holidays coming up and just life in general so sorry i haven't been here as much as i want to but uh hopefully we can uh get back on track big shout out to my little man jordan up in the building hanging out with us on the couch he's looking at me going yeah that's me oh wait oh i gotta lower my volume over here on my ipad i'm over here telling always people tell always telling people to lower the volume i didn't even do it but i got my little man up in the studio i'm taking him to the game tonight should be fun man a little father-son bonding moment there take him to his first golden night game but you ready? You excited? You good? I'm good, man. You got I'm a lot ready to talk, talk about. Yeah, we we it's been a while, so gotta catch up on a lot of the stuff going around uh, the league as well as uh, other sports that we have. We have the World Cup, big upset. So, yeah, I paid a little bit of attention. So <laughs> it's it's actually perfect that you say that and you jump right into it because you weren't here last week. No, I so you not. you couldn't talk. You know, you couldn't talk. No. Uh, no FIFA World Cup conversation. You couldn't get into it with that. You couldn't give us your picks and things of that nature. But you just mentioned it. Big upsets. Not only today, but yesterday, should yeah. I say? Last night, this morning, whatever it was. It, it just... Argentina. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, was going to say just, Argentina I, I, losing has to be probably the biggest upset there. The, the thing about Argentina... I mean, what do you mean? Of course, 20 to 1? Yeah. Saudi Arabia was 20 I mean, not just the one. fashion, but the fact that they also lost that game because a lot of people had them winning that game. 20 to 1. Now, if you guys are on if you guys are on Twitter and you're hitting me up right now, I'm looking at all the tweets on how you guys can win these tickets. I just retweeted the actual thing. You're asking, watch where? You're watching it. You're looking at the tweet. The tweet that I sent out has the live video of where we're at. We're live on Gorilla Cross Radio on all platforms, whether it's YouTube, Twitter, or Facebook. Just search up Gorilla Cross. It'll pop up. We're there. We're live. If not, we'll be pre-recorded. You can watch this later. But if you want to win the tickets, you got to watch live. So Ace Who, you're hitting me up on Twitter. Watch where. Look at the tweet. It's right there. The video is there. But obviously, like we're saying, FIFA World Cup, big upset. Argentina, bro. I said it from the beginning, and I said it during the World Cup preview show that we talked about last week. Big shout-out to our guy, Brian Aleman. If Argentina plays the way that they played this previous game, which was 
trying to be through Messi the whole game, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. You have way too many other talented players on that team. Yeah. Every time DePaul got the ball, I always saw him look up and it was always, you could tell they're looking for Messi or they're looking to see where the offense is going to start through Messi or Angel Di Maria. Every time Angel Di Maria got the ball, completely a different thing. He would move around, move the offense. People would move and levitate towards him, around him. This team is in trouble, bro. They were 20 to 1 favorite to win this game, all right? Yeah. I'm sorry, 20 to 1 underdog Saudi Arabia in this game when they were down 1 nothing. If you saw this game, I know the stats don't show it. The stats are going to show you Argentina had more shots, more shots on goal, yeah. probably more time of possession. But when they had the ball, who did more? Saudi Arabia did. Saudi Arabia had that fight. They had that umph in them. And when, bro, if you, if you got up at 2 a.m. like I did and you saw that game, Saudi Arabia wanted that way more than Argentina wanted it. And I'm sorry, if you're Messi, the so-called great, that's where we switch it up. Yeah. And you see the differences between him and Maradona. Maradona can take and carry a team on his shoulders. Messi's not about that. If it ain't about club, it ain't about getting paid, he don't care. I mean, but have they ever, like, truly... Because that's kind of been the case. Even, you know, when they were playing Germany, it was the same kind of situation in the World Cup, right? Where everyone's looking for Messi. It's kind of the story of his career is that he's never really had anyone that operates on their own and Messi can work side and side with. So, uh, I mean, it, it's kind of just the nature of it now. But my question is this, is is this it? Like, I, I thought... I thought the last World Cup was the last time we were going to see him in a World Cup or even getting close to a World Cup. Do you think this this was like his last chance and basically that's the end of his career as we write it? No. So here's the thing. I'm I'm, I'm not going to pull the plug and say Argentina's done because they have this first you know round loss, this first uh, group loss in the first game. Still got to play Mexico. With all due respect, Mexico looked great. I'm half Mexican, half Argentina, so I was rooting for both. I was watching both games, but... You got to understand it's rivalries. Like when the Cowboys play the Eagles, yeah. you know, this or that nature. For Argentina to have Mexico in their next game is a welcoming game for Argentina. That, you got to that, understand That's that. not what I'm saying. I, I'm not saying like they're, no, I, they're I know completely what you're saying. You're out right Messi. now. Like I'm saying like if for if they are if they get bounced, right? Like if they're not able to proceed in 100%, the World Cup. 100%. This is his like, last is World Cup. Is this his last World Cup? Like that. that's what I'm asking. Is this his last chance for glory? This is his last World Cup, 100%. Because he's There's never no won way. one, right? Never. He's won a Copa America. They won that uh, Liga Fortaleza, whatever yeah. it was, in, in Italy when they beat Italy, which to me that didn't really matter much because not everyone played in it. But this is his final cup because if he comes back for the USA-Canada-Mexico Cup, he's going to be pushing 40, yeah. bro. I mean, I, 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 here's it, it's surprising to me that he's playing still at the level that he's playing at his age. Ronaldo, so. no. I can still see Cristiano coming back for another one if it doesn't work out. And the reason being, he's a freak of nature yeah. when it comes to his physicality and how he takes care of himself. And his yeah, he still right? looks like he's in his 20s. Man. As where Messi has had injuries. He's very injury prone. He gets hit a lot. He's one of those guys that he gets hit below because he's a small guy. He's fast, yeah. ankle, knee injuries, shins, all that. He's dealt with that for a very long time. As where Ronaldo's been very healthy, very good throughout his whole career. So... I honestly think this is the end-all, be-all, and I said it in the last show. Argentina has to win this World Cup. Not only does Argentina have to win it, M Messi has to win it. Because if you want to be Maradona, if you want to be that legend, that guy that everyone comes to, that guy that everyone's going to remember and say he brought us to prominence, because let's be real, that's what Maradona did in 88 with the Mano de Dios when they got to the final, when they won the World Cup. He carried that team. He had less than what Messi has to work with now. That's what I'm saying. Messi has no excuse. You have guys that are pretty much stars in their positions on their clubs, on this team. So you basically have an all-star team, if we're being honest, but you can't figure it out. I understand. You have the youngest head coach, technical yeah. guy, and, and Scaloni. I, I understand but that. He's it, the youngest guy in the late? World Cup. For Messi... No, what I mean by that is if because they don't win Messi's here, still late. playing really well, but he's not hes not the Messi of old. And of it, it took them a while to kind of build something like this around Messi. So I, I, I'm just saying, like, it was it too little too late is, is what I'm asking. Yeah, they had, they had the wrong people around Messi. Like, with all due respect, Maradona was great, but he wasn't a great manager. So when he had Maradona under him, I think that was a bad hire. 
a lot of the other guys that they had behind him that he had to deal with i just don't think that none of them ever knew how to manage a team everyone saw the opportunity to manage messi gotcha. and that's the problem and it's not messi's fault his star shines brighter than anyone on that team in that country. So, of course, if you're a manager that's being interviewed for the opportunity to manage this team, this selection... That has to be the first priority, of, of, of course, course. Yeah, but that's the problem. And I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little a, a metaphor, whatever you want to call it. Doug Collins with the, with the Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan. It didn't work. Why? Because they ran, ran, ran through Michael. When they switched it up and got an offense that ran through everyone else, not just Michael, it worked. So that's what I'm saying. That's what they have not been able to figure out is how to hire a manager that can run this club, run these stars that you have on this club. Altogether, they haven't been able yeah. to do it, my man. Now, Mexico did good, 1-1 one, one tie. They look real solid aside from that penalty. Then that's how well scored. That was the only way that they got in and, and tied that game. USA looked solid. I'll give them their dues. Pulisic with some good passes there in that game. Not going to take anything away from the U.S. The team that's in trouble, we saw what happened. Japan. Japan beating Germany. Germany is in trouble. I said I like Japan as one of my dark horses in that group because I gave yeah. some sleepers in the group. I thought Japan was very, very possible that can get out of the group. They're a team that... So wait, are you are you saying Germany is in trouble or Japan? Correct. Uh, no, no, I'm saying, and I said Japan you, you Japan started... beat Germany. Oh, okay. And that's why Germany's in trouble right now. Yeah. Germany's a team that has a lot of older guys, though, that are trying to patch it together and get through. You know what I mean? They're not the Germany of old, no. bro. Let's be honest. Now, going back to Argentina real quick, I don't think Argentina's in trouble. I think they'll be okay. They still have Mexico. Um, and what was the other game that they have? They play Wales. So I think they'll beat Wales. I think they can beat Wales, and I think the Mexico game will be a tough one. I wouldn't be surprised if that one goes into a draw, but I can see them beating Wales. If they beat Mexico, I wouldn't be surprised. Germany's in trouble. We have Spain coming out on fire, winning today 7-0. Just, I mean, just insane. 6-2, the France score, I think it was, uh, when uh, when France won the other day a couple days ago. Yeah, so, they, they blew their opponent out. Qatar getting beat by Ecuador 2-0. I don't know if you saw the video. There was an Ecuadorian no. fan going like this throughout the whole stance because there was a rumor going around that Qatar, not necessarily the club, but that there was rumor going around that someone in Qatar paid off the Ecuadorian team to be losing in the first half so they can place a wager on Qatar, you know, to win the first half, not win the game, but win yeah. the first half. So they were up and let dudes over here doing this. That's the video's funny. out there on all social medias. And, and, and one of the Qatari guys dressed up in the yeah. turbans or whatever it's called. I don't want to disrespect anyone. He gets up. He's like, hey, you shut the, this up. And, blah, blah, blah. and the guy's like, whoa, whoa, calm down. I'm with my kids. Like, he never said a bad word. All yeah. he was doing was this and laughing. Like, they got pretty heated. But for everyone saying there's no alcohol, there's no partying, there's... I've seen videos that show me otherwise. So... Maybe in certain areas of the country <laughs> or certain areas yeah. that they're at, you can't do that. I get that, but everywhere I see fan fest and this see, that or the other, it's crazy. See that—that's the thing. You just saw the last of them. So, <laughs> what's the game, man? Jose V, EMB, Quan Five Nine, up in the studio. You are tuning to Straight Bet Sports live here on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. But um, World Cup's gonna be fun, man. USA playing tomorrow morning, I believe it is right. Uh, tomorrow afternoon? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Uruguay playing tomorrow as well. I know my guy Rob's going to be interested in that one. We're going to be watching that one early as heck in the morning. Is it Uruguay's final chance? What's going to happen there? They got some old players too, but I think they'll be all right in that group. But moving on, man, I know you got to talk about some football. I know you want to talk about football. I want to talk about some Rebels real quick, but we also got to talk some NCAA. On the flip side, USC, man. USC, UCLA. I'll say it real quick. I think that rivalry is back. Yeah. It was great to watch that game on Saturday. I was at a party in California, but I was stuck on my phone. That was the first time in a while that I've sat there to watch a UCLA, I'm sorry, USC game where I was glued and I didn't care about anything else. Even if it wasn't on the TV, it was on my phone. I was watching it, just stuck. And the rivalry is back, bro. The, if you saw that game, it was fun, back and forth action. Oh, yeah. Kayla Williams is legit, bro. He's probably the Heisman front runner from what a lot of people are saying. I'm not going to say that because I haven't watched too much college football this year, if I'm being honest. To give my opinion on that, I have to watch some more tape like yourself. Um, but that's just all the chatter that's out uh, there right now because of the play that he has and the way he has been playing, bro. I know uh, he didn't have the greatest game, but uh, I do think that DTR is making 
sorry, Dorian Thompson uh, Robinson, Robinson is actually yeah. making great strides. He's uh, improved pretty much the, you know, four years that he's started at UCLA. Uh, now that they actually kind of have some pieces again, uh, Chip Kelly's kind of settled down and that culture is built. So I, I, I think that he is definitely uh, someone to kind of look out for, like in, in the late polling or uh, possibly depending on how the rest of their season goes in uh, Heisman. Our guy, Mike Davis, chiming in from uh, Canada, man. He's out there in Canada, mm -hmm. land. He says, my guy is EMB rocking the Eagles gear harder than ever. You got to, <laughs> you man. You, got, you know he's going to rock no matter is, what. Yeah. Even no though they, you know, they, they haven't looked too well the last couple weeks. Man. But uh, we'll talk about that here shortly. But talk about not looking too well. UNLV running Rebels on the football side. I, I call them running Rebels regardless. I don't call yeah. me crazy. I know they're not that. People are going to give me stuff for it. But look, the Rebels started 4-1. and one. Very promising. And then I'm having conversations with people. Wow, they lost their last five. They're 4-6. and six. They're no longer bowl eligible. They lost a lot of games they should have won. I sat back before I started to talk my crap and, and talk bad about the team and the coach. And I just couldn't do it because there's too many people that are... It's easy to point the finger. Yeah. The coach is not good. He's he's not good. He shouldn't be here. He doesn't know what he's doing. He looks lost. He can't figure this team out. They should be winning these games. His first year was a COVID year. Last year, he's first full year. This year, he's got another second year under his belt. He, he's getting it together. They start off 4-1, and one, but yet no one wants to talk about the injuries, right? Yeah. No, no, no one wants to talk about how... Doug Brumfield got hurt, how Adam Plant Jr. got hurt, how a lot of other guys on the defensive side of the ball got hurt, how your wide receivers on the starting end also got hurt. So it's not like Marcus Arroyo was just sitting there going, well, I can't figure this out. Now, I will say you got to coach the guys that are there, the guys that are given to you regardless of the fact. And Cam Frail let this team down, if I'm being honest with you. You're the freshman of the year last year coming in into a situation where you know you weren't going to be the guy and you had to step up. Same scenario this year. So what changed? What happened there? So my thing is, I'm not going to throw it on on Marcus Arroyo. I think that the mm -hmm. Rebels are going to be fine under him. Does it suck that they lost some of these games? They did. But again, not an excuse when it's there. The injuries were there. You can't fix that. I think they'll be yeah. fine. I think Marcus Arroyo should still be the head guy moving forward. And I think they got to win this game, though, to to close a Elite, lot of wounds yeah. from Elite a lot of people. A lot of the pain. I, I get that. My my whole thing with blaming a coach, a lot of times, uh, especially when it comes to injuries, it's not necessarily that he's not doing a good or bad job, but I do think that when you do have that many injuries on either side of the ball, like you need to start thinking on how to simplify both the offense and defense because you are dealing with backups, right? So they don't have as many first-team reps as the guys that they replaced. That's just the nature of things. So it's nothing like knock on the backups. It's just that if in the middle of the season, you are having a lot of position group, uh, skill groups that are getting injured, then you do need to have kind of like a plan B scheme in my opinion. I don't, I don't think that you have to, that you can just say, hey, the scheme that worked with all the starters is gonna work with the backups. And I think there's a little bit of that going on, but um, I would I would expect that he would uh, make the adjustments going forward. Quan, by any chance, do you have the video that I sent you? Can we play it? If, if not, it's cool. I just wanted to see if we can, because I talked to you about this video since we're on the college football conversation um, about Lindell White, former USC running back, former Tennessee Titan running back in the NFL. Um, about some comments that he made, right? about money situations and cars and, and, and the way that he lived right now the reason i want to bring this conversation up with you is because we haven't had an opportunity to do yeah. so there's been a few shows where you were out others where i just totally forgot about it um but it's an interesting conversation because now there's all these nil deals right yeah where, the, where kids can sign to make mm -hmm. money and do it legitimately and do it the right way they're not doing anything wrong, right? So it, it kind of, it makes you wonder how bad is this and how bad has it been? And if so, is the NIL going to fix this? But we have the video here, and this is from uh, Barstool Sports. want to give credit. don't want to take anything from anybody. 
I hear the story about the seven hundred fifty thousand dollar house, and I didn't. My, my parents didn't move when they say we was about to um, go to the draft. So I don't know, man. Like you know what I'm saying? What car did you drive in college? A Lexus GS four hundred. Mm -hmm. okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the stipends must have been pretty good right. in California. Yeah. Right. That's crazy. I, I know twelve hundred a month to get you. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. That is yeah. wild. He was living where? I was downtown. He was downtown LA oh, living. Man. Nice we condo. Talk, we talk about coaches. We talk about boosters. What? I don't. I don't really know what a booster. Or coaches. I didn't have. He doesn't know the coaches. <laughs> All I know is that I had a nice house or a nice apartment, and when I went in there, like I know that there was somebody left something behind. I don't know if it was for me or not, but I never told anybody that they left it there, and I kept it. So. What's the most amount of money you've seen left somewhere that you, you know? Probably seen. What's like the a, most amount you've seen? Maybe about a hundred. 50 plus. We talking, we talking. You want them weekend numbers, man. This is all just cash. Rubber bands. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you see there, I mean... I'm I'm not surprised if I'm being honest with I'm, you, just because of what happened with, when when Reggie Bush was there. You know everything that came out with the scandal in the Pete Carroll era. I mean, is it <laughs> at this point? Is it even like newsworthy? Because we know it goes on. Like everyone knows it goes on. It's not like speculation. It's not conspiracy. It's not any of that. I mean, we've uh, you see how high school boosters are like you can just imagine at, at the college level when their facility is a seven to ten million dollar facility you can you, you can imagine that things are going on behind the scenes under the table that we might scoff at but that's just the nature of things um i do think that the nil will potentially help however i still think that there needs to be regulations on it i i, I think that in the broad scheme of things, it needs to be acted more as a trust than just a flat sum. Uh, that way, once they graduate or once they declare, then that funds, those funds are available. Now, I'm not saying that they shouldn't get something while they're in college, like a portion of that, but I think the majority should be kind of like as a trust rather than just, here's a bunch of money that you've never had before. Uh, but I think it's better that it's coming from an NIL where it's easier to track than just some <laughs> anonymous booster leaving 150k in rubber bands in your hotel room. So. I like it this way, and I'll give you my opinion. Kids have been getting paid for years. Yeah, nothing has changed. Nothing will change. The only thing is, some people get caught, some people don't. That's like people taking steroids. Some people just found the right guys that helped them how to do it the right way to get away with it. That's all it is, if I'm being honest with you. Because yeah. now, even with a lot of these NIL deals, there's still a lot of these boosters that are probably involved with these businesses and these companies that are trying to get these kids to sign and come with these schools, right? So at the end of the day, none of it's going to change, bro. It's all going to be shady. It's all going to be cricket. And it sucks because it's gotten worse because they don't want to pay these kids from the beginning. Yeah, they, These kids should have been paid 20, 30 years ago. A long Absolutely. time. Easily. Now, they just never figured out how to do it the right way. That's all it was. They think it's the right way now. Who knows? It's the first format. It's the first plan that they come out with, right? So it's yet to be seen if it will and how long exactly will it work. And Ian, you got to stop sleeping in that gear, bro. Quan says that all you do is sleep in that Eagles gear. But look, man, college football is fun. It's coming down to the wire. USC's in the top five, which I'm excited about that. We'll see how that ends out. See what happens there. See if they can find a way to squeak in in the top four. Not only that, remember, Las Vegas Bowl this year, we have the SEC and the Pac-12. So that's gonna be that's gonna be a fun game to speaking watch. Here. Of, speaking of games coming in Las Vegas, uh, so is the Pro Bowl like a permanent thing in Las Vegas now? Is that is that? I don't know if it's permanent, it, it's but again, I know they're doing it back again to back here, right? Like it's here it's this year again because I already got the emails and everything yeah. for it as well. So yeah, and, and I mean that that's the voting is uh, coming up. So uh, I just read something where it's uh, Vikings so far have the most uh, players voted for. So. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Once again, Jose V, EMB, Quan59 up in the studio. You are tuning to Straight Bet Sports live here on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. If you missed any portion of this show so far, remember YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, all Gorilla Cross platforms. You can find us there. The audio can also be found 
on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, any of those audio platforms that you like to listen to, you can definitely tune in and chime in there as well. I want to give a big shout out to our sponsor and our guy, Eric Navarro. Doing it early, man, because I always forget. Always forget to do it towards the end of the show. But he he hooks us up, man. I haven't gone to see him yet because I'm letting it grow out right now because of this other winter time. And I, I chopped off the hair and it's coming back. But here's our guy, Eric Navarro of Line em Up by Eric. 702-884-8138. If not, hit him up on IG at Line em Up by Eric. And if not, download the Booksy app. That's the easiest way to get a hold of him. Booksy, search him up. He'll have that same logo that you see there. And he can hook you up, set up your appointments, whether it's a lineup, a beard trim, a fresh fade, whatever it is you need, he could take care of you. Hit him up. Let him know Jose V, EMB, and everyone here at Straight Bet Sports sent you, and he'll make sure to take care of you. But uh, we're about the midway point of the show right now. So I'm going to do this. If you are listening... And you are watching because there were people asking. So let's see how many people are still here, tuned in, chimed in, and uh, paying attention, right? I'm going to ask you guys a trivia question. Let me see. I, I got to look this up because if we're going to give away these Golden Knight tickets, we, we have to make it a little hard, right? We can't, uh, we can't make it that easy. Let's see. Let me see what the question's going to be. Quan probably already knows it. He probably doesn't even have to Google it. Let's see. Ooh, all right. Interesting. I just have to make sure that I have it correct because I have a lot of other ones that are here. I don't know if you have. Do you have one maybe that you think you want to use? No, not, not, nothing in particular. Uh, okay, I got one. Uh, all right. This this is an easy one. This is an easy one. All right. Who scored? Okay, so if you guys want to win tickets to Friday's Vegas Golden Knights game, Vegas taking on the Seattle Kraken here at T-Mobile Arena, 5 p.m. puck drop. If you want two free tickets, pair of tickets to the game, you have to call us at 702-608-3259. The question is, who scored the Vegas Golden Knights first ever playoff goal first ever career playoff goal for the vegas golden knights in franchise history if you can answer that question hit us up 702-608-3259 is the number to call to win the pair of golden knights tickets this friday who was the player to score the first ever playoff goal for the vegas golden knights answer that give us a call tickets are yours no strings attached here we go but anyways, let's move on to some NFL conversation because we have a lot to say. We got a phone call already? All right. That was quick. Caller, please state your name, where you're calling from, and uh, keep it clean because we are censored. Appreciate you. Oh, uh, my name's Aaron. Uh, calling from Las Vegas. Uh, All right, Aaron. So, hello? Yeah, we can hear you. So before you give us the answer... We got Aaron on the line uh-huh. calling us in from Las Vegas, tuning in here live on Straight Bet Sports. He's calling in to get the tickets for the Friday night Vegas Golden Knights versus Seattle Kraken game. So go ahead, Aaron. Give us the answer to the question. The question is, who scored the first ever Vegas Golden Knight playoff game goal? I think that would be Shay Theodore. Correct. Great answer, my man. We appreciate you calling in. Give us a moment. Um, and then here, how can we do this? Because I, I know Quan's got to run the big board. So look, do us a favor. Hit us up on the direct right. message, either on Twitter, Facebook, wherever you're following us at, whether it's myself, as you see, uh, uh-huh. at Jose underscore Volonte, if not at Straight Bet Sports. Hit us up directly on the DM. Yeah. We'll get your information and we'll go ahead and... Perfect, perfect. Yeah, man. Well, go ahead and hit me up. We'll send me your info. And we'll go ahead and send you over those tickets, my guy. Thank you. Cool. I'll miss you right now. No problem. So do me a favor. Let everyone know what you're tuned into tonight and who hooked you up. We're on Gorilla Cross Radio, and uh, I think Jose just hooked it up. <laughs> there we go, my man. You have yourself a great night. Appreciate it, and uh, enjoy the game on Friday. Thank you. There we go, man. Hey. If you're watching, you called in. I don't even know who that is. I'll be honest with you. I have no idea who Aaron is, but he called in. He won the tickets. And uh, we'll keep it private and we'll keep it quiet, but appreciate the tickets. You know who you are. We hooked it up tonight, hooked it up for some people. So that's awesome, man. We got to do that. But lost to the team called the Commanders. 
The commanders are hot right now. That's all I'm going to say. But anyways, let's talk some football, bro. You were out the last couple yeah. of weeks, so I kind of, you know, missed my conversational buddy here. We can jump into the Thursday night games, or Thursday since there's well, some Thanksgiving I, games I think tomorrow, there's a right? more pressing issue, and uh, that is that? just the amount of uh, quarterbacks that have been benched. Like... Actually you gonna put me on the spot. You see how I try well, to no, get away I mean, from it? I mean, it's not just I try yours. to get away from I mean, it. And you went right into yeah, it. I mean, you gotta look at. It. Uh, they announced Sam Darnold starting this week. Yeah. Uh, Heine, uh, Carson Wentz officially has lost his job in uh, Which Washington. I, I'm okay with it. I yeah. agree with 100. Yeah. Tyler uh, should have been the starter from day one. I agree with that too. And now, uh, Sala said in a team meeting this morning that they decided that Wilson is going to be benched. And you know what's crazy? With that, too, the last two press conferences, Salah's been late, and he's never been late to one press conference, they said, since he's been there, or at least this season. Do you think it's some uh, issues? Something's going on in the locker room, room. and something ticked him off to get to the point where he's like, I'm going to bench him, because prior to that, when the game was over, he was basically saying, I'm okay with his comments, that's our guy, and then you switch it up. Do you think that the comment, and if people haven't watched the presser, basically a reporter threw up a layup for... Uh, Zach Wilson and said, do you think that you let the defense down today? Like, or do you think the offense let the defense down today? Right. And he just flat out said, no, shook his head, didn't answer any more on that particular question. Now, again, context matters. They had at one point six completions during that game and seven punts. So at one point you have to look inwards I don't care who you are, how young you are, how long you've been in this league. As a QB, if you're only having, I think he had a total of, what, nine completions the entire game? Seven. Was it only seven? I believe so. (laughs) So when you, I don't think he had, he didn't Uh, have 100 yards, correct? 79, I believe it was. So you don't have 100 yards. You don't have any successful drives, right? And your defense only holds uh, the opposite team to, uh, 10 points? Yeah. 10 points. And, and the last... And, and, and the offense didn't and, score and, and, a field oh, goal. No, that yeah. was it. So three points because you're right. Because the winning the winning score was on a return uh, kick. So it's on special teams. So here's what I got to say. Okay. And, and I, I got to answer this because Zach Wilson, you need to grow up and shut up. And here's why. Your excuse was, man, it was windy out there. Conditions were horrible. It's tough to throw out there, right? 9 of 22, 77 yards, 4 sacks, QBR of 24 and a half. But yet on the other side, a guy that played on the exact same field that you played on, exact same conditions against possibly one of the top 10 defenses in the league right now. That's what people are calling it, not myself, just people out there. That's why they say number one, top 10. But yet this guy went 23 of 27, 246 yards. No picks, got sacked six times again, but still. Don't use the situations around yeah. you and the conditions as an excuse when the guy in front of you had a way better game statistically than you did in the same exact conditions. That's one. Zach Wilson, I don't know what it is, bro, but this has to be his one and only and final wake-up call. Yeah. Either you get it together now, you figure it out now, and you let your ego go finally. Because it, let's be real, whether you want to call him this or not, he's Johnny 2.0. We're looking at Johnny Manziel all over again. So, and I agree because he has talent. He's obviously very talented, right? the The problem is this is not about winning. This is not about losing. I think. I think this is strictly because of accountability and how the players around the locker room perceived that accountability, especially after that press conference. And I love what Garrett Wilson said, by the way, be, because. That's the only way I see it. The guy is five and two. Two of those losses have come against the Pats this year, right? So when he started, he's played pretty well for a second year quarterback. I mean, not you phenomenal. said he's five and two. Yeah, like not only phenomenal. Two losses against the Patriots. Uh, Belichick has that way around things. So I don't think Salo benches him if he just loses a game and says, you know what? I have to look at film. I, they were doing things that uh, I hadn't really seen. It was we just weren't working together correctly. It's something that we'll work on this week, right? If he had just said that, I don't think that he gets benched, but the fact that he just straight up said no and and looked really upset by the audacity of the reporter to ask that question, right? I, I, I think if that doesn't go 
the way that it went, that he's still the starter. Right? He needs to shape up, figure it out, get out of your feelings, my guy, grow up. Yeah. Because this, if I'm being honest, I'm not going to take it away from him. Sorry, I'm sharing this for everywhere. He's got the talent, bro. He is talented. But if you, I, bro, I, I I busted an EMB this weekend. That's what I did. It's call me as as funny as that sounds. I'm curious. I what this sat means. back and I watched film oh. over and over. I don't know how many times I saw this game and how many times I yelled at the TV. Conklin is wide open down the middle, and you couldn't figure that out. There was times where he had receivers that could have scored a touchdown, bro. And he wasn't looking at them. Guys doing this wide open, couldn't even look at him. Or guys that he did see, and he's just sloppy, yeah. sloppy pass. Like, what are we doing here, bro? You can't blame the conditions. You can't do that anymore. Like, what is it about the Patriots? Are they going to be your kryptonite and you can't beat this team? If that's it, say it. Be a man. You know what? Yes, the whole team needs to get better, but it starts with me. I believe the Patriots are the team that I have to figure out how to beat. I haven't been able to beat them. Hopefully next year moving forward, I can beat this team. Hey, if we end up running to this team in the playoffs, if we make it there, hopefully I get that opportunity. Speak yeah. up and say something. Don't, don't don't look at the reporter and look at them like no, they're you, an idiot for asking you a question that's legit. Exactly. You you look like a a kid, throw, not throwing a temper tantrum, but basically storming off, going into your room, shutting the door because you don't want to answer any questions. I mean, he had the scowl going on. And uh, it's just unbecoming of a quarterback in this league. I get it. He's young. He's one of the youngest quarterbacks. But <laughs> at the same time, like, you got to figure out, especially in New York, New yeah. York's a tough media market. They will eviscerate chew you. you. They'll chew like, you. They will absolutely you tear you apart if you don't have accountability. So we'll see how it goes with Zach Wilson. I agree with you. I think, he, you know, just the market he's in and because of the reason of him being benched that this is a one and only type of wake-up call. So I <laughs> I got to read this comment by Chris. It says, Zach Wilson saying the Jets' offense didn't let the whole team down. It's like Trent Dilfer saying the Ravens' offense carried the 0-1 Baltimore Super Bowl champs to a title. It's a basic detachment from reality, and that's true. <laughs> I couldn't have said it any better. But you know what, man? The Jets got to figure it out, and they got to figure it out soon. Um I'm, I'm okay with it because I don't got to get a tattoo if they keep losing. So I'm okay with that. But <laughs> three more games, he has to win. They have to win three more games, and Jose gets a tattoo. It's not going to happen, though. But look, man, real <laughs> quick, since we are talking about our guy, C. Win, he's over here chiming in. Big shout out to the Giants. I mean, uh, the Lions. Two road wins, back to back road wins, which I believe are the first road wins, and I don't know how long for this Detroit Lions team. So. Detroit looking decent. Obviously, we know they're not going to get anywhere. Like, I'm not trying to be rude. Chris, they're four and six, second in the NFC North. Does Williams but, start this week? Because I know they activated, like, they have him practicing this week. This is the first week that they actually have him practicing. So, is he going to sure. start? Because that could be a major kind of uh, game changer. Because that kid's speed is probably the fastest I've seen since Tyreek Hill. I mean, he is fast, fast. So, big game tomorrow. Bills-Lions. Let's go ahead and jump right into that one. Bills looking like they're in trouble. I don't care what anyone says. Oh, they bounced back. They beat They beat Cleveland. They didn't look great against Cleveland either. No, Let's be 100%. They almost covered that spread. They were right there. Cleveland was with them. It wasn't a blowout game. I don't, Josh Allen is not healthy. There no. is something wrong with his elbow, just like there was with Matthew Stafford. He is not right. Bro. It's going to be, I mean, both of these quarterbacks are, I mean, I don't like speculating on injury because I'm not a doctor. I don't know. Correct. But that type of injury usually requires Tommy John surgery. So, I mean, it's very possible that staff, both Stafford and Allen are taking, you know, Tommy John surgeries during the offseason because if they're powering through an injury, that's not necessarily an injury that you should be powering through. So call me crazy. These aren't our picks of the week, but just so we can run through the Thanksgiving games. I like the Lions tomorrow. I don't know. I don't know if they'll win, but give me the nine and a half points. I, I they're looking better. They're playing better. Oh, they're yeah. at home. It's a Thanksgiving game. Buffalo's got to travel. Oh, technically no, because Buffalo played in Detroit last week. Yeah. I don't know if they left. They probably stayed. No, the, I from what I understand, that was kind of the whole point of moving it to Detroit. Detroit and what he says Williams that, is back next week. Next week. Yeah. Okay, so. I, I, I still I, like the Lions. I, I, like the, I think the Lions cover the nine and a half. Call me crazy. I 
I, I think they might cover, but I don't think they win. I don't think they have a shot at winning this game. Okay. And, and it's nothing against the Lions. I, you, okay, you know I, me, I, I like the Lions. I think they're doing a lot better than a lot of people gave them credit for. And I think when they're healthy, like Chris said, Swift and Amon are the difference. And they do make a that offense operates completely different when Amon and Swift are in the lineup when, versus when they're not. So Huge game on the NFC side again. We have the Giants going on the road, take on the Dallas Cowboys. That's a huge game for your division as well overall because even though you guys are on top, I know you're still looking at the guys behind you. You always have to watch out who's there, right? Who's close, who's not. Dallas loses a big game to Green Bay. Huge, obviously. Bounce back with a huge game against Minnesota, which... I appreciate you <laughs> responding to my text. Yeah. I wish you wouldn't have. Yeah, I should have um, just slept I'll throw in. it out there. I hit up Ian when I was in Cali <laughs> on Sunday. I'm like, bro, how much are the Vi the Vikings are plus two, whatever this. I'm like, yeah. bet them, put this much on it for me real quick. It looked like a good bet at the time. It ended up not being one. I ended yeah. up losing another bet. I said, And second half started. I said, I'll bet you with my buddy. I'm like, I'll bet you a shot for every touchdown. I'm over here thinking there's no <laughs> Cowboys score the oh, next man. two touchdowns back to back. I'm like, bro, we're done. That's it. But. Huge game for the Giants as well. Giants coming off that loss at home against the Detroit Lions that we just talked about here this past week. I think Lions, I, I think Giants actually have a real shot here. This is crazy to me. The Giants are getting 10 points on the road. Yeah. I know I'm a big Cowboy guy. I'm rooting for them to go to the Super Bowl and win it all because they're my pick and this, that, and the other. Give me the Giants plus the 10 points, right? I mean, that's yeah. way too many points. So it, it kind of goes into what the Giants are, right? they don't beat themselves uh they had a couple of moments during the lions game which is why the lions ended up winning but teams aren't necessarily blowing them out because they don't beat themselves so i think that the cowboys are they show up they're disciplined when they want to be and they're very undisciplined when they want to be so the cowboys can come in there and be really high because of the 40 to three win over the Vikings, right? And uh, Giants might really uh, pull out this. I, I would expect them to split. The Cowboys won their first mean. That game, the first time, yes, it was without Dak, but it was very close. And uh, the Giants ended up, uh, ended up losing that in the fourth quarter. And I'd expect kind of a similar type of game. It hurt my soul, Ian. That's what he said. Jameis Winston. Did you hear it hurt his soul oh. when he felt that he got bitched. Yeah, I, I, thought, I was looking for a comment. <laughs> he I was got like, who, over whose soul is over. hurt, man? Here's the thing. I, I've never heard of any rule or law that says you never lose your job yeah that, that, that was kind of <laughs> weird to me because in, in my opinion oh that's my kind of the most common way that you lose your job yeah. so i mean tom brady won his job normally off of injury, you so. don't lose your job to injury yes if you're that good normally the backup isn't so you'll come back and take over but it's a weird rule because that's completely out of your control yeah, like good old the, James, of, good old James and, with his comments though. Out of any way to lose your job, that's like the one way that's completely out of your control because you can't control on if the guy behind you is going to play decent enough where the coach thinks that it's better to have them in than risking further injury. So I I don't know. I like Winston as a person, but I, I think he's I think he's just James. so <sighs> I think he's so inconsistent <laughs> with throwing the ball in his decision-making on the field that it makes it really hard to stand by him as a starter for a full season. You don't like him eating the Ws? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I was like, where, where are you going with you that? What, that what is that? No, I don't remember that one. You got to look it up. Yeah. I'm sorry. Jameis is just... He's got some. He, really he's good got ones. some really funny quotes. <laughs> I'll, I'll get. I mean, he's a character for sure. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if after everything is, is said and done, he becomes an analyst, you know, and oh, then a head coach. I don't want to so, hear him because on the you know that's the path now. You be you become coach. a TV analyst and then you become head coach. What do you know? The wife he's watching. Big shout out to Berenice Volante. Appreciate you, baby, for chiming in here on Facebook. But look, man, night game for tomorrow: Patriots Vikings. We got a lot of games tomorrow. Five, three games. Okay. Three games. Uh, yeah. So we're starting backwards. Got it. No, I was just talking about Jameis because uh, that, that okay. quote came uh, okay. into my okay. head. I'm right. over here scrolling. Right. I looked at the Jameis I didn't know if we were going like, to go through three or if you no, just no, want to. No, no, no. I do okay. want to talk about tomorrow's right. and then we okay. can just break down whichever one's after that. But gotcha. the, the, the Patriots going on the road to play the Vikings. Here's the thing. This line minus two and a half. 
it screams trap to me just like it did when the Vikings were getting two and a half at home against the Cowboys. But here's the thing. I think the Patriots are on a high after beating the, the Jets for the second time this year. They're in the thick of things with the division. I think them having a short week, having to go on the road isn't good. I get it. Minnesota has a short week as well, but they have to stay home. They don't have to go anywhere. I think Minnesota's going to come out and just clobber the yeah, Patriots. Yeah, I, I would imagine that's going to be how that goes. Um, that was definitely not how they want to act. However, Kirk is struggling, especially during uh, versus teams that have good linebackers. And right now, is there a linebacker in the league that's playing better than Judon? Like, I mean, he is going absolutely Doesn't he have nuclear. Like he has 11, 11 and a half, and a half, I believe. Jeez. But, I mean, he is absolutely insane right now. So... I would say that would be the X factor in my mind, why this could maybe be Switch a little up. bit closer than it should be. But I, I would imagine that the Vikings go out and feel very slighted because of last week and just go nuclear. So I'll actually give you my pick of the week now. I know we're not there. Yeah. You know what I mean? But go since ahead. we're talking about yeah. the, the Thanksgiving games, I like the Vikings. I really do. I think that... Minus two and a half? I just... I, I I I can't see the Vikings coming back out and losing two games. I understand what you're saying, Judon going against Kurt, but I still think that even in the face of adversity, the way he had to play against Buffalo, the way I understand they sucked against the Cowboys. So you don't think they're on a downward slide? I don't. I don't. It's it's a it's a big loss, and the Cowboys are who they are. The Cowboys were coming off of a big loss where people thought they should have freaking annihilated the Packers. They no. were they were ten point favorites, I believe. There's two concerns. No, I lie. It was, I think it was six or something like that. It was a lower there's, number. There's two concerns I have in this game with the Patriots versus the Vikings, and that's Jones is playing f fantastic as a quarterback. And Not really, but okay. Corner, cornerback. Oh, corner. I think said quarter. Sorry, cornerback. <laughs> um, and so far, Jefferson has kind of disappeared against elite cornerback play. Gotcha. Slay, Diggs. You know, the, uh, there's been a couple times where he just kind of disappears. Now, he, he's been good against safeties, and he's been good against, you know, sub-par corner, uh, cornerbacks. But Judon and Jones, Jack Jones right now, in my opinion, that's, those are the, for the Patriots at least, those are the key X factors. But okay, um, I, I agree with you. I think minus two and a half is a solid line for Vikings. Chris Wynn chimes in. He says, this would be so Minnesota to just lay an egg and lose to the Pats, yeah. who are clearly the inferior team. Guys, a three-team money line parlay on all the dogs tomorrow is the way live. I'm off tomorrow, so we'll see. A couple of these dogs have been coming through. You never know what can happen. It is what it is. But picks of the week, I'm at 6-5. and five. I had the Giants last week. We saw what happened there. Ian dips to 3-8. and eight. You had uh, uh, the Cleveland Browns yep. lost by that hook, didn't cover there. So, again, I know we're not in the picks of the week segment, but we got about 10 minutes of the show. If you want to give your pick now, you can, but you already know what mine is because it is Thanksgiving. I'm in the Thanksgiving mood. We're going to jump to seven and five. Easy money. Don't worry about it. Give me the Vikings minus a two and a half. Um, you have one already, or you want me to just yeah, no, skip I, it real no, quick? No, I, I have them. Um, I got a home dog right now, okay. uh, Tennessee Titans. Okay. Um, playing the Bengals. It's uh, right now minus three for the Bengals, so it'd be plus three. I got two and a half, so I got a better line for you. Uh, so you're taking the... Te oh, I'm and then, uh, uh, I'll give you the three. I'll give you the three. I'll give you the hook. So you're taking Tennessee is it, plus is three. It, is it... Yeah, plus three. Yeah. Okay, so you got Tennessee plus or three. You think they can pull that off? Okay. They're at home. They've been running it through Henry, and it's been working, so... And uh, Burks is back, so it kind of adds another layer to their offense a little bit. And Vrabel has been coaching really, really well. And Chase isn't back yet. So now it does seem that Burrow is kind of going back to, into that spread offense where he's actually seeing the field completely and not just trying to force it to Chase. So maybe that offense continues on humming like they've been but i would suspect that the titans are able to at least shut down joe mixon because they do have a pretty good run defense so okay that, that's what i would think that's what you would think on that one so you got the titans just looking at all these games and scenarios and, and things of that nature and everything that's happening we got the broncos against the panthers 
Falcons against the Commanders, Bucks against the Browns, Bengals, which you just said, Texans, Jets, Raiders. So here, here's my question. Yeah. Are the Raiders in trouble? Yes. I mean, they've been in trouble since they hired McDaniels, but and and, and again, I I I know in trouble they're not going to make the playoffs. We we yeah. see that. There's no way. Are they in trouble? Absolutely. They. So they're in trouble for the future. You think? Absolutely. They they have one option here. One option. And that is pay Lamar his money and trade your first uh, your your future picks, whatever left you have, because remember they traded a lot for Devontae. So whatever future picks you have, trade for Sean Payne. That that that's literally the only way to so save the what they currently have built. Technically, Sean Payton can sign with a team after the, he has he had to wait one year to not have any issues. He's not with the still Saints. contracted. I thought it's still I have I thought to look it up, but I'm, but I'm pretty contract, sure that so he had I, to wait I, one year before he can sign with anyone. That's why a lot of people were speculating is he one a, year after. Okay, so if he's a free agent, I mean absolutely uh sign Lamar, pay uh Sean. And, and that's how you save it. Because And then so so let me lean into this for you then. Because this could be another possibility. Okay. Aaron Rodgers. And the reason I ask this no. One, has he found his go-to guy now in Christian Watson, or is it too soon to call that? And also, what's the possibility of him finding a way to get to the Vegas? So I wouldn't think, I mean, with Mark Davis, I mean, he went from Gruden to McDaniel. So in terms of coaching hires and and stuff like that, he doesn't necessarily make the wisest decisions, I believe. But I, I would say that Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers... It, you get better play, but less accountability. At least, I mean, at least you can say with Carr is he's accountable, right? But I don't think that team necessarily needs amazing, great play from their quarterback. I think that they need a mobile quarterback because that offensive line is going to take probably two to three years to fully build it back up to what you need, right? But if you can get a solid mobile quarterback, you kind of diminish the the importance. The importance is still there, but it becomes less of a pressing need in terms of like you have to get it right now for everything to work. Whereas with Carr, you need to like they would have to draft a whole new line and get it set before Adams passes his prime. The Raiders are definitely in trouble, but I'm not going to say fired McDaniels just yet. I'm never one to fire coaches during the season. He should have never got hired, though. I agree with that. But at the same time, you gave him the job. So now give him an opportunity to prove himself. I, I honestly feel that you have to give him at least one more year after this. If we see the same after last next season, then that's a whole other conversation to have. As for Aaron Rodgers, I'm not going to don't and don't misquote me on how I'm trying to say this. But I see that connection that he's having with Christian Watson now the beginning of the same way it looked like when he first had that connection with Devontae Adams. And what I mean by that, it didn't look like he was going to, Devontae Adams was going to be a big superstar explosive guy, but it looked like he was comfortable with someone that he knew he can run routes with and throw the ball with. I see that with Christian Watson right now. Real quick with that, Watson, I mean, in college, Watson had all the makings that he could be that guy. However, consistency has always been his issue. He showed up in the senior bowl and he was out like he was fantastic. He, he that's why he was a second round pick was because he kind of just shot up the draft boards before that. A lot of people had him in a third and fourth round. He, I need to see more consistency from Christian after two games. Yes, he's played much, much better in his confidence is getting there but i need to see, i need to see way more for me to say that that connection is like there there yet has aaron Rodgers found his new guy it's yet to be seen are the raiders in trouble we all believe so but man we're coming to the end of the show here uh jose v emb quan five nine straight bet sports live here on the gorilla cross radio network we greatly appreciate everyone that tuned in today on all things social media our caller aaron for calling in and winning the vegas golden knights tickets on friday appreciate you chiming in loyal listener supporter here on the show greatly appreciate that but guys we got about five minutes left so real quick final thoughts of the night we're gonna go around the table what are you thankful for bro thanksgiving is tomorrow what are your plans and what are you thankful for moving into this uh thanksgiving holiday i'm thankful for a lot i'm thankful that even though with like sickness my you know family my son my wife they're all healthy um and uh 
it, it, it's been a rough couple of months, but family is what I'm most thankful for and uh, thankful for you for bringing me on this show. Uh, we've definitely had a lot of fun on this show, so I look forward to uh, many more shows with you, man. So. Hey, man, you know I'm grateful and thankful for you, and I appreciate you. You talked about family. I had to bring them on the camera. Look, Papa, straight ahead right there. Say hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Say happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Say go Jets. Go Jets. And what's our basketball team? Jets. No, the basketball team. We were watching it last night, remember? Got to teach them young, man. Even if they're not the greatest teams, you got to love it. But look, I'm thankful for a lot of things in life. Obviously, family being one of them, you guys see. I got my little man here. This is the last uh, uh, child that I've had, and he's been a blessing for me, man. Kids are a blessing in general, but I needed a new chance, a new opportunity to start over, and this little man right here gave it to me. He knows I love him to death. I got all my kids tatted on me just because I believe that you should always remember them no matter what, and that's just my way of doing it. And every time I look at it, it brings a smile to my face. But I'm thankful for everyone that's a part of my life, whether it's on the media side or on the personal side with my personal family. I greatly appreciate you guys. For my personal job, you guys know how I feel about it and how I said it over and over again. You guys helped me out so much in life at a time where I needed it, and I needed you guys more than anything, more than, I, than you guys needed me, as crazy as that sounds. Uh, my wife, I know we go back and forth, we kill each other, we battle, but that's part of being in a marriage. You live, you learn, and the biggest thing that I've learned is that you have to learn how to fight in a relationship in order for it to work, as crazy as that sounds. You can make each other happy, go on dates, do things of that nature, but learn how to fight to fix things the right way and not go on tantrums. I'm thankful and grateful for her because if it wasn't for her, I'd be in a whole another situation that I would not want to be in life. And I'm just thankful for God putting everybody in front of me in my position and, and just to help me out in life this platform that I'm on right now with my show I know a lot of people say that I talk a lot about the show and a lot about the things that I've done here and the things that I do in media but I'll be a hundred percent honest with you our contracts about to end in a little over a month and it's been two and a half years that we've been here on Gorilla Cross Radio. I am so grateful and so thankful for Quan and for Gorilla Cross Radio on my media side. And the reason being, they have allowed me to create something completely different that I would have been ever able to create at my home on a regular computer. The fact that I'm able to come into such an amazing studio and do what I love to do, even if it's for one hour once a week, and do it with people that I love being around with, Ian, Chris Wynn, um, Jay Madrasos, our guy Evan Guerra, uh, Quan, like I said, everyone that's been a part of the show. I'm grateful for all of you guys on the media side of that and just for being a part of my life and my family. And God, thank you for everything you've given me, the roof over my head, the meals that I get to eat, the family that I have, the clothes that I wear, the things that I have, material things that it may be, things that we don't need but we want and have in life, I'm grateful. I know I go on and on and on in rants, but Ian, Quan, I appreciate you guys. Love you. Respect you guys. It's crazy, man. And Papas, I love you. You ready to go to the game tonight have some fun? Yes. All right. So next week, man, for EMB, Quan59, Jose V, Jordan Volonte, for our sponsor, Eric Navarro, and everyone that's a part of the show. Enjoy your Thanksgiving holiday. Be safe. If you drink, don't drive. And if you do drink, don't get crazy. Till next week, for Jose V, EMB, Quan59, we are out. Peace. Later. <laughs>